0: Why do I watch films? Is it for entertainment, for leisure, for learning, for finding an expression, to appreciate art or to understand life and emotions? Probably the answer will pick multiple choices from that list. Probably the answer will vary depending on the mood, context and the company I am with. But through this, somehow I have developed the audacity to label some films as good and some as bad. I label some to be of my type and some that are cheap. Not just that, I also form opinions about people who appreciate and watch or don't watch films of certain actors and genres. But if I look at each film, I realize that each film made is made with utmost sincerity and a collective effort, yet I judge. Now, if I replace the word film with life, a life of an individual, The same holds true. After all, life too runs like a film. Welcome to 13. 13 is a podcast about being and creating. In this podcast, we acknowledge the mundane and celebrate the everyday. Here, we interact, read, and share our experiences with an intent to be and to create. Your hosts for today are Prasanna and myself, Shandesh. Let's get started.
1: When we are talking about judging of a particular movie or a film i completely relate with that and if i look at myself uh, especially uh, uh, the movies which were of the 80s and the 90s early 90s you can say uh, those movies somehow for me are not something which i relate to and i'm talking about the mainstream movies and of course at the same time there were movies which were so-called art movies for me i was just keeping them on Top of the pedestal saying that this is something different, this is good, this is great. Now, even before we enter into the topic of movies, I just want to touch upon that space a kind of confused space which comes from the surrounding conditions and societal norms. And even uh, within that, societal norms, it is a particular distinction of the space which I want to acknowledge here. And that is a space of confusion. Why I'm calling it so? Because I know to a certain extent that. This is intellectual, this is not. These books are are to be read by intellectuals. If you keep these kind of books in your showcase at home, in the living room, it says something about you. And if you don't keep these books and if you keep some other books, it says something else about you. Same goes with movies, songs, culture, popular culture, classical uh, uh, music. So all those things you recognize and you realize. now. That is that space. And then, whether you like it or not, you want to be in that space. It's a 100% pretense. There is no doubt about it. Because genuinely, you might be enjoying both. Mm. I might be liking a Govinda movie as much as I might be liking a a Om Puri or a Nasir Dinsha movie. Mm. But then, because I want to look smart, because I want to look intellectual, I might go in that direction of, oh no, no, what were the movies of uh, Om Puri because if you see in that Govinda movie, it's a masala movie with a lot of song, dance and everything happening. And on the contrary, that Ompuri movie, which one of the movies which I saw, where Shaban Azmi and Ompuri are just crossing a river in the whole movie. So, I think uh, that's the topic I wanted to touch upon. So, more than the movies, I, the space to begin with.
0: Mm. That's true, because I'm just thinking of certain films, uh, say for example, Lunchbox or Court or the disciple. Uh and they, I put them into a certain category. People who watch those kind of films, I put them into a certain category. And then there are films like say Partner or or Welcome. Uh, Bhagi or Welcome. Uh Welcome I would put welcome, <laughs> welcome and I would put in a different <laughs> category, but uh, Uh, the Salman Khan films I will put in one category, let's say. And then there is another category altogether, Fakshay Kumar films, let's call that. But here it's not about uh, pointing somebody's names or mentioning some films to make mockery of that, but I'm just seeing as a pattern. But it starts with watching and not watching certain kind of films. So if I go back to my early memories of watching films, the people around me whom I respected watched a certain type of films or they said, I don't like this actor or you know, passed a comment on that. That developed something about uh, those actors particularly uh, or for those films. And I would watch those films or not watch those films depending on that as well. And I, for the longest time, uh, believed that uh, uh, they are terrible films. Uh, Say for example, "Coolie Number One" <laughs> is 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 something which I labeled. But then when I watched it uh, without that bias, I absolutely enjoyed it. There's no shame in saying that now because, and I have to add that discretion of there is no shame in saying that because of the fear that somebody else may judge me, right? So how the kind of films or books or whatever we pick is already predetermined. By a judgment that we have created a bias that we have created based on the people we like, people we respect, and then we start creating another layer of that that now we start judging people who like certain types of films and people who don't like certain types of films. But essentially, what is happening is that we are driven by these different forms of arts. now it be it book, be it a uh, form of music be it films, be it uh, theater, what kind of plays you like or don't like depending on that you start making your friends and all passing your judgment. So I wonder if what we are doing or making friends and interacting and we think that we have chosen those friends have we or our biases have and I'm just kind of taking it from there And then we will probably, you know, delve into the other part. But first, to this,
1: yeah, so Shantesh, if we see uh, these two extremes, if you said the Govinda kind of movies and Dompuri, I think a very good combination of all uh, this spectrum, the entire spectrum has been done to a... a little better extent, I would say in the movie Dil Chata Hai, if you see there is Saif Ali Khan's character, Samir who is like a typical go the film character, uh, he is uh, playing pranks, doing whatever he is doing all those things, and there is Akshay Khanna character, uh, Sid who is more like an artist kind of a thing, he is doing some art and then uh, uh, he is in his own world yeah, he's in his own world and his drawing is also analyzed like that. Open bo- bo- boxes are closed. <laughs> Doors are closed. Windows are not open. So you you are not who you are. You are not showing who you are. People who know you also don't know you <laughs> kind of kind of a character. So I think... And then there is a balanced character of uh, Amir Khan in between. Mm-hmm. So I think this all three and that's why maybe the movie has been liked by a larger uh, audience. audience. Yeah, because then people find something for them in some part of the movie. Mm-hmm. And I think... Uh, Uh, yeah so maybe uh, as you rightly started with in the first passage are we going to a movie for learning experiences are we going there for entertainment enjoyment to escape from our real world I think that is a very important question and the rest of the thing is just delivery of ideas done by the filmmaker and mm. there's nothing right and wrong about it. Everyone has like a coolie number one also. David Dhawan wanted to entertain people. So that was very simple logic. And even today, if you ask him, he says that movies are for entertainment. For education, you go to universities.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now, So I'm, I'm just kind of looking that there are multiple layers that are coming up and we are talking on two different subjects. One is how we form our biases. The second is... Uh, about how we form these opinions about films and start watching. So, first to address, uh, I think, and they are somewhere interconnected as well, uh, these two aspects. But then there is another third angle, which I'll throw in, and then we will uh, prepare a kheddi, which will be everything sort of mixed together, and then we will see how to take it further. Now, the aspect of our entire life running as a film. And we are watching that all the time. If if you just observe closely through your eyes, you are watching a certain frame, and everything around is going on. Now, of course, this film is the length of one's life itself. And therefore, it's not a three-hour film. There is no interval, nothing. And so you continuously are watching it on and on and on so it there are all these emotions going at a much slower pace than what is compressed in a 3 hour film but essentially you are you are also doing everything that you do with a film with one's own life but then there is another aspect to that we watch that film as if the people around us are also watching my film whereas they are all busy in watching their own film they are also watching their own life and so why do we assume and then start doing things based on how my other audience may think of? Whereas the fact of the matter is they are not even the audience. They are not even watching your film at all. So no, first these are three sort of layers which are coming in this conversation for me.
1: Sorry. So, let me first acknowledge what you said. I completely agree with you. Everyone is their own Hema Malini or Amitabh Bachchan in their own film or <laughs> you can say Deepika Padukon or Shahrukh Khan of their own film and no one else is watching that film. You are creating that situation, scenarios, you are acting as the hero or the main character of the uh, film of your life and you are playing that or you are running that. And I think it's a very interesting way of looking at it. It is because... Uh, once you acknowledge that at least you are aware about it that no one else is interested in the movie and uh, it's up to you how you want to make it or break it and i think that's an acknowledgement which i would like to start with but then coming back to the question of um, uh, the conditioning coming into picture i think yes uh, absolutely because of the various things which we have seen uh, in the people around us what is getting respected and If I see even from the movies, when I'm coming back to the movie of my life, I would like to be someone who is always victorious, someone who is always making things happen, someone who is always taking people out of trouble kind of a thing. So, Superman, superhero, Robin Hood kind of character. So, if you see that self-made movie is also getting directed by the views and opinions
0: of our surrounding. Hmm. And... we think that we are in total control so yes. then what what is is
1: No, absolutely. So that's exactly coming to the point where uh, we again come back to the you part of it, which is which we discussed in one of the previous podcasts. So it is about uh, whatever created you, you are. Now, let me flip this here. Once we acknowledge and if you remember in the last podcast, we had discussed about the peeling of onion, the different layers of onion, where we keep on removing all our uh, opinions, conclusions, decisions and conditionings. Uh, and what is left is nothing. So I'm just uh, rephrasing it now coming back to once we are clear that there is nothing now it's an interesting Mm. mode of changing or shifting uh, to the film comparison. And now here you have the opportunity to be anything in life, which means because there is nothing, you can be anything Mm. you can choose to have any character for any situation. And there is no right or wrong about it. It is not fooling yourself. Because if you say that this is fooling yourself, then the other story which you think is real is also fooling yourself. So there is no real story anyways happening. Mm -hmm. Which means at any given point in time, you can choose whatever character you want to be and play that game. So it just becomes a game or a movie to play.
0: Mm. Because, and this, this becomes evident to see first and foremost, if you realize that the entire life is driven by the likes or dislikes or the opinions that you have formed that this is the right thing to do, this is the wrong thing to do is coming from a preconditioning. And we think that this is true and we start driving ourselves completely into that direction. But just imagine as we were growing up if our influences, if our uh, the people around had different tastes and if if they enjoyed a certain type of character instead of this type of character and you would have driven yourself into that direction and you would have believed that this is to be true. And then so in all of this one aspect, like you said, is if all of this is just created concept, then you can pick and choose whichever character you want to be. Why are we even afraid of trying out that? And the other aspect is that whatever we choose is actually a myth. It's not real. It's just a created concept. So, on one front, there is tremendous possibility. On the other front, there is an existential crisis. Uh, First, let's address this part of crisis, where we have this existential crisis, but then the very existence itself is a myth. So, there can't be then existential crisis. So it's sort of a paradoxical situation, but yet that crisis seems real. So how does one deal with that or how does one get over that through this realization? Let's uh, address yeah. that, then move to the other. aspect.
1: Yeah, but honestly, I think when you are uh, articulating this question, I could clearly see an answer coming out of that, as you rightly said, because mm-hmm. there is no existence. There is no question of crisis. And I think that is the correct Uh, way of looking at it according to me because uh, many of the times the crisis arises for us because there are so many solutions around us solutions coming from spirituality solutions coming from religious uh, uh, concepts so we already have solutions for the problem which does not exist Mm. right so now that we have the solutions we are in search of a problem Mm. <laughs> we want to find something which will help us use those solutions. So that is one way of looking at it. The other is that uh, and coming f- to whatever role you can choose. I think that's a extremely powerful way of looking at it because it's again, we need to acknowledge that it's a created conversation. So though there is no particular point at which the camera rolls. It is always rolling and you are choosing whatever role you want to, and you are letting go of a particular role. So you get complete control of the uh, life you want to lead.
0: I think that's an extremely empowering situation or position to be. Mm -hmm. And so just choosing that character mindfully is one thing, but then how does one choose those characters devoid of our past experiences, constructed biases, uh, memories, uh, or uh, uh, conditioning? So how does one do that? And How does one then choose right now what is? Because if you choose a character saying that because I really love or enjoy this go in the film I never knew of, then that enjoyment is also coming from some preconditioning. 100%. And so where does this choice then comes from?
1: So there is no freedom from this constraint there's no freedom from this i'm telling you there's no question of uh, getting the freedom because absolutely correct what you are saying is correct my likes my dislikes some of the likes which i don't even know why they are why i'm liking it or some of the dislikes i don't even know why i'm disliking it are coming from my you can say conditioning upbringing genetics evolutionary biology you can put 100 inputs there and all inputs might be valid also but then uh, i have little control so i can't be free from those but in all
0: I think of that is this... freedom by the way that is freedom Mm. could you come again for that last no, I was saying mm. I am acknowledging that there
1: is no freedom from these biases, constraints and uh, conditioning that itself is
0: freedom to acknowledge that I think so once mm. you get that you are free of that right and I am just looking at most situations we are constantly reacting to the situation that we are in our entire picking of the character, our entire labeling of the character is reactionary. And reaction comes from a precondition. There are, however, some moments when we respond rather than react. And when we respond, we respond aptly to this situation without consideration of the past memories, experiences, biases, constructs, conditioning, whatever. And when we are responding to this, We are demonstrating ourselves in that context and that context alone. We feel to be completely free. We feel to be fully expressive. We feel that what we are doing is coming out completely from within. At least that's the genesis to find probably true freedom where if the reaction just to become aware that whether a reactionary mode is kicking in or are we responding to the situation and we and ourselves only can be the true judge of that nobody else Uh,
1: i think Shantesh when we started with this analogy of movies and films i i just want to get back to that with uh, to answer what you just said so when you're distinguishing between a reaction and response i honestly i was also of the opinion in the past that they are two different things But now I'm coming to slowly to a conclusion that both the reaction and response its more of a different usage of different words. But then ultimately, it is all coming from again conditioning. If you uh, just to come back to the movies, as I said, let us take Netflix in today's world. Netflix has so much of data even today. And in the coming days, they will get more and more and more data about myself and yourself, which will help them push the content Which we will like, which we don't even know that we like, and we don't know why we like. So, even today, I am finding it when I open Netflix on a weekend, I can see some of the movies which are running, anyways, in my mind. I think that I should be seeing this movie, which are some. 20 year old movies maybe or 30 year old movies and suddenly it comes even whether it is a Hollywood movie or a Bollywood movie but it suddenly comes which means for now it is more like a surprise to me oh my god how can Netflix know that I was thinking about this movie if you remember in our childhood and all even today what it happens we are humming some song. And suddenly someone else also sings that song. And you say, oh, uh, okay. So I was also thinking about this song in my mind. Mm. So something kind of that is already happening with Netflix. And I'm telling you, it is not magic. It is 100% data analytics and using powerful algorithms to know us more than who we are. And if that is the case, then my reaction and my response is all coming from those conditionings and those inputs which are there, which to some extent I myself might be not knowing. That is the catch here.
0: Then, what's the distinction between a reaction and response? Because I'm just trying to, uh, uh, sort of figure that out. Because in case, because at at an intuitive level, I'm I'm. I know that there is a fundamental difference. Where, in case of reaction, you you go ballistic. You just ah. kind of go out and and do everything that later. Sometimes you start questioning. Whereas in response, you do what is apt for that situation. Of course, that response is also to an extent, like you said, is driven from our past conditioning and everything. But you don't give that reaction.
1: So, uh, firstly, I'm not advocating one should react or respond. But to answer Mm. your question, reaction is more genuine. It is coming from your instincts. The moment you keep leg on my leg, I will use mm. a word or i will get back to you or i will uh, attack you back that is my reaction mm. now society has taught us not to behave that way society <laughs> has taught us that we should be polite we should understand the other person's world why would have he done this to you and we should react uh, respond accordingly and that's where the response comes so if you see that way reaction is more closer to your instincts and more genuine than response
0: mm. and it is also again contextual because some philosopher said this, you you cast a word instead of a stone, that is when civilization began. But in that moment when civilization began, instead of casting a stone, if you cast a word, that was response. Today, instead of casting a word, you become quiet, that is a response. So even what a response is, is like you said, preconditioned in that sense. That's a new thing and that's perhaps a conversation for some other period uh, but coming back before we complete that the entire purpose of this sort of an abstract conversation about films, about life, what and how we direct and in what, what direction we go. The whole purpose of this even we did not know at the beginning but w- what we knew is that we enjoy certain films, we enjoyed We thought we enjoyed certain films and don't like certain films, but when we keep aside those biases, those conditions, we perhaps started enjoying even those. And those labels were pre-constructed. And it's just that keeping those aside and re-looking at the films allowed to really see it in the right perspective. Same goes true with life. So that's all from my side. Uh, You can your final thoughts, Prasanna,
1: and then complete this conversation. So, yeah, Santhesh, so I would come back to the same point which we discussed that we are running our own movies, as you said. There is no audience, zero audience shows, only ourselves. But then when we are running those shows, uh, we have complete control on who we want to be in those movies. And that's a very empowering position to be in.
0: With that, uh, we would like to complete today's podcast. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening. For more such podcasts and daily writings, Subscribe us on creating13.com that is creating13.com We request you to share this podcast with your friends and family and anyone who may be interested in such topics. Your sharing will only help us to reach out to people and to serve our cause. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. We've put the links in the description. You can also listen to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform now. We hope that you've enjoyed this episode and we wish to have you with us again next week for listening a new episode. Until then, take care.